Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless. Good morning. You are listening to Mystery of Parenthood. I am Trey Cashin, and that would be my wife, Stephanie. Stephanie. Good morning. With her prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, Grant that every family on earth may become, for each successive generation, a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Family of Nazareth. Pray for us. St. John Paul II. Pray Pray for for us. us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. You have joined the mystery of parenthood with Trey and Stephanie Cashin. And and Thaddeus is in the house. house. Yeah. Howdy. And so... um, Good to see y'all. Good to see you. Um, We we wanted to talk, given the fact that this, um, we're one week away um, from um, Fat Tuesday. (laughs) And which means we're one week and a day away from uh, Ash Wednesday. So we thought that it would be a good time. Uh, we we tend to frequently to <laughs> to wait to the last minute to maybe give you all a week uh, of of some information that maybe you could put you know start putting into place, uh, thinking about praying about uh, so that you can take it into Lent and maybe have a the best Lent ever. If I could, if I could do, if I could do a, a Matthew Kelly one, I don't, I can't. Yes. But maybe, maybe <laughs> we don't have the, <laughs> the, the, the mouse channel. But, <laughs> but I love Matthew Kelly. Don't get me wrong. He's a yes. lot. I've, several books have changed my life that I've read of his. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making fun. I'm laughing with him. <laughs> but, um, but it's always good it, to just kind of have, um, just sort of that thought, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't know if y'all are like us, but it's like we wake up and it's Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Plans so, and options. I, you yeah. know, for, for me, it, it depends on where you are and we're going to have some practical um, tips of things that we've used. But one of the things that I think is important to point out as a, as a, if we're trying to be faithful Catholics and we go to church every Sunday and, and, and just talking about um, holy days of obligation and, all you know the different things that they come up. The one of the things that is striking, and the kids will notice, is how full the churches are on a day that is not a holy day of obligation. And 
It's the fullest daily mass of the year. It's crazy. And we're and, talking about Ash Wednesday. And, then, no, I mean, and yeah. that's really good. But, but I think that it's worth pointing out, depending on the age of the children, where do you think these people are the rest of the year? Not to point fingers, but why? Because I think ultimately the reason that that, 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 that is, whether it's, whether it's because people are actively thinking that way or not, is at the very core, we all know, <laughs> this is springboarding off, we all know we're sinners and we all know that ultimately we're going to die. <laughs> and, I, and I think that everybody, so many people will think that that's what that's about. You know, that's what the ashes are to remind us. And that's a healthy thing. It's not a negative. This world wants to dismiss and hide off in a corner death. And I don't, I don't want this to be, you know, Stephanie, I got grief for, not grief, but teased about, <laughs> it's supposed to be a family show. What about that? <laughs> you know, talking about death. But the reality is, is that Lent is a time to begin with. And if you can't begin with, I'm a sinner. And if you can't begin with that, I'm going to die. And that something is going to happen that's going to affect me for eternity <laughs> at the moment that I die. If we can't begin with that, then there really can't. It's hard to even begin with why do we need Jesus at all? I mean, because ultimately, if those things aren't part of what's going on, um, then, then you know, it's why do we need a Savior? And so I, well, I, think, and I, think, it, I think I think Lynn is such a great time to think about death to yourself, you know, a dying yes. to yourself um, and, um, and, and being able to focus on that as a training period for how we really should be living the rest of the year. Um, you know, it, it's, it's such a concentrated time of, you know, giving up or doing or, you know, sacrificing um, when really we should figure out how to do that Obviously not that intensely. I mean, it is it is an intense time, but but sort of more pragmatically throughout the entire year, you know. Right, and I think I think that you know it does get you in in, in a rhythm, and you have I think to be successful at it, both individually and as a family, you really have to kind of frame it. I think, and you know what what is this what is this for, and. Ultimately, we begin with death and sin and, and all that, but but the whole thing is the trusting and the mercy that we're we're looking out further to prepare for the resurrection, which which Jesus did to share with us. So Easter is fun, but but anyway, I, I just wanted to frame that in a, in a sense that it's it's interesting to point out to your children. Notice how big. <laughs> how big this is. You won't see this many people at Easter mass. You won't see this many people at any Sunday mass. Um, and you know, unless you go to St. Mary's at 10 o'clock. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not, maybe that's an over, an overstepping. There but, are not many but, parishes where you will see that many people on a Sunday mass. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. What, just, I think it's, it, there's not a right answer. I mean, I've given what mine is, but I think it's worth, at least positing, and sometimes it's really good to just chew on and point out, why do you think these people are here? I mean, why are we here? You don't have to have an answer. It could be a discussion point. I mean, it could just be, I don't mean, they got nothing better to do. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but, 
but I think that sometimes that's a way of engaging your family and starting off as this is something that's worth thinking about. Why are people drawn to Ash Wednesday? <laughs> I mean, why why do more people show up for that than show up for pretty much any other time? Maybe Christmas, maybe. It is the one day you of know. the year that you are visibly Catholic. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of showing up for something, I wanted to take the beginning of the show to tell our listeners about something that y'all can show up for during Lent, and that's our Lenten listening challenge that we're kicking cool. off this year. We're asking everyone to add one hour of Catholic radio to your day during Lent, starting on Ash Wednesday. So if you're listening one hour a day now, bump it up to two hours. If you're listening five hours a day, bump it up to six hours. If you're listening zero hours a day consistently, listen one hour a day consistently. And we're going to have, we have information on our website about um, the different shows that we have that cater to if you want to do something spirituality, if you want to, Perfect. you know, uh, lift weights on the apologetic side, if you want to get uh, marriage and family um, advice, do that. And we want you to share uh, the fact that you're doing this like everything these days on social media. <laughs> We're going to have, hey, we have some uh, the, Facebook, yeah. we have some Facebook post uh, images and um, Instagram images that you can use to say that, hey, I'm doing this. Why don't you join me? And we really, really hope that it's going to help you have a holier and a happier Lent and that you're going to be even more, um, you know, invested, I'm making air quotes, <laughs> in your Lenten disciplines that are called for by the church of prayer, fasting, and abstinence. So, don't do this in lieu of any of those kidding. things, but these are to support you and help you do those things better. Absolutely. Lent listening and listening challenge. It's, it's all do it. It's all tools to help us. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so the church gives us, gives us things that, that we're called to do. Um, like you said, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And did I say prayer, fasting, and abstinence? I did. I said prayer, fasting, and abstinence. Well, the, the I'm abstinence such place. a knucklehead. <laughs> prayer, it was fasting, an a. almsgiving. It was an A. It was an A. But, but the abstinence is important to remember. So on the fasting side, there is there is there are days of fasting and abstinence, and then there are days of just abstinence. I guess. To a certain yeah, extent, yeah. so 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 the two big days are that are, that are the the days of both fasting, the double whammy days, and, and abstinence, <laughs> are really the bookends of of that Ash Wednesday and whole. I mean, and, and Good Friday, and and I think that those are you know Ash Wednesday and Good Friday are the days that we that we um, need to recognize. That we're called to both fast, which which by the church, you know, unless you're ill or sick, and and if you're I mean, old enough to be able to do that, it's usually one normal meal and then two other meals that together equal the one normal meal is kind of the right. standard mm -hmm. way of defining that. Um, that's fasting is not only those two days. Well, I mean, those are really the only two days that are actually called by church, uh, by the church to say, hey, these are going to do both of those on these days. Fridays during Lent are 
days of abstinence, which means refraining from meat. So you can you can eat vegetables, you can eat fish, um, what shrimp, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's meant to be a, it's meant to be a an active. And so a lot of people like your dad, I guess, right? I mean, what, well, t- I can't help but think of my dad, my my dad, my sweet dad. He was a, he was Methodist. <laughs> You Catholics, hey, Friday, y'all really sacrifice when y'all got to go eat boiled crawfish and, <laughs> <laughs> and shrimp and crab. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, maybe, maybe don't, you know, some people would say also don't go out and get, uh, you know, crab legs or yeah. lobster. Or, or <laughs> well, so, so one of the important things is... The Louisiana way. My, my dad... My shrimp dad, etouffee. Right. The be- you know, seafood gumbo with... Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I think the the idea again is it's 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 always been there. It is to actively think that I am giving up something that I would otherwise have. So it may not be actively what I'm necessarily doing as much as I'm limiting things that I might have normally gotten. I might have want you know might have liked a burger today or whatever. I think it's important to point out to your children that while we do this for these forty days, that. That really every Friday of the year is meant to be a day of sacrifice, to remember that Christ died on the cross on Friday. And, and we've, that's not what Vatican II intended. You, if you read it, you can tell they didn't. They just wanted to give some ability for people to embrace something themselves, you know, but, it, you know, but they didn't say only worry about it during Lent. They didn't say take the Friday off. They didn't say don't don't you know don't offer sacrifices, but actually do do something, give up something, some whatever. Um, so there are some people that, I mean, that I know that continue. They'll 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 do the old habit of we'll just eat fish. Or we won't eat meat on Friday, and keep that going forward. Um, but anyway, I, I just that that I, that is important to remember that this is what's well, like everything else. I think one of the things any habit. I mean, think mm-hmm, about this. Mm-hmm. Any any habit. If the church knows what even Ben Franklin, you know, mm-hmm. talk about how do you cultivate a habit? You know, it takes you know thirty, forty five days <laughs> if you can do something mm-hmm. over time. Th- that the church is offering you a chance to build. A habit. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember, I think that, you know, it's not only the sacrifice and the taking away, the saying no, but it's also the saying yes of maybe spending more time like, you know, like Thaddeus was talking about with the Red Sea Challenge, spending an hour more time on on listening to, you know, um, Catholic radio or um, spending more time instead of reading, a you know, secular book or, you know, some self-help book or something, some, you know, reading something about the saints or, or, you know, Scott Hahn or, oh my goodness, I mean, you know, uh, Matthew Kelly. I mean, we've got, goodness gracious, we could go down the list of the amazing. Um, I mean, you got so much, so yeah. many options. Pick something that you might have a little bit of interest in and, and just go to Catholic Answers yeah. or, or maybe maybe know. do a study. I don't know if any of you have ever gone and, look and looked at, the, at what Ascension Press has to offer, but Oh my goodness, I've done several of their studies recently and they are amazing and very um 
you know, very, very loving to the laity, <laughs> if I can right. say that. I don't, you know, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, um, it's done in such a way that's, you know, you can, you can watch the video and then have the workbook and, um, you know, get together either with some friends and, and do that. I mean, like I said, you've got, we're trying to give you a week jump start here, a week and a day jump start to, um, to say it's, well, right. yeah, that it's going to be, um, you know, that it's, it's, it's Lent. I guess it's, I guess this is actually airing well tomorrow. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. a week and a day. A week and a day. <laughs> yep. And yep. so yep. this yep. pre-recording. I think, so I think one of the, one of the great <coughs> things that we, that a friend of ours, David B. Wright and Margaret B. Wright used to do would, would once a year would sit down and say, okay, mm -hmm. f I think there are four questions. What, what are we doing that we should be doing more of? What are we doing that we should be doing less of? What are we not doing that we need to start doing? And what are we doing that we need to stop doing? And to sit down as a family or as a married couple or just as an individual and do that, that might be a good thing to do over the next week. And that might give you some ideas of, That'd be a of, great set of, questions. of the thing. Yeah. So, so the, the four questions, what, what are we doing that we needed to be doing more of? Listening to Red Sea for another hour. What are we doing now that we should be doing less of? So there might be something that we're doing that we have to do or that we need to do, but we could cut back on it. And what are we not doing that we should be doing? So that's a pure addition. That's something like what, you know, I, maybe I'm not reading books, uh, but, you know, maybe I've never read a Scott Hahn book or pick, pick something. Let me, let me add that. And then what are what am I doing that I need to stop doing? Completely give up. Uh, all TV, those things are things. Time. Yeah, yeah, so lots of those we can come up with too. I'm sure. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so I think it's a th that points out that's actually was an exercise that was not a Lenten exercise. That was a that was a every year we should probably think about those things to kind of re engage and be purposeful. In that, I mean, you know, praying as a family could be something that we're doing, but we need to do more of. But I think sitting down with your spouse and sitting with your with your family, and if the kids are old enough, I mean, just give that list to them and say, hey, and then and then maybe build some of your Lenten practices off of the answer. Maybe there, maybe your entire Lent on those things. We've always told, right? I mean, what we've said this is not like, hey, let's do this for. 40 days and stop. I mean, usually it's, this is the, you know, like in athletics, this is kind of like the spring training or something <laughs> to get us ready for the regular exactly. season. There are things that, exactly. right? Right, but, right. And you can set the stage in your home as, um, you know, the domestic church by, I mean, I know um, what I usually try to get out and, and I, I don't get out all the, all the bunnies and all the eggs and all the, you know, we get out purple um, which is the color in the church at this point um, next week. And we get out, um, I have a, a big old wrought iron crucifix that's got the, that's made out of the nails and, and, a, and a big piece of wood that we just kind of put on, on a, you know, on, a, on some purple material at our, um, on our fireplace. Um, but things should be somewhat stark, Um uh, if, if that if that kind of makes sense, yeah. so so you're you know, um, it, it's a it's a time in the desert. <laughs> well, look at <laughs> so look at the, speak. yeah, look you at know? the church. I mean, look 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 at the church. When you go to the church, you can 
pick up things that kind of mimic, so to speak, the, the mm-hmm. color purple, mm-hmm. um, all those, ty- you know, th- those type of those type of things, the starkness. That's also when we've used um, and I know we've talked about all these things before, but the crown of thorns, um, you know, m- making either um, I know we found a bush in our yard that had thorns and we just very carefully wove it together and and then put toothpicks in there to represent the many thorns, um, uh, the things that, you know, that we probably do that you know, break our relationship, our sin that we, that breaks our relationship with Jesus. But the, the visible for the children is that as they do things positively, maybe they kept their Lenten practice for the day or they helped, you know, someone at school or, you know, just some positive, wonderful thing that they've contributed to the day, you get to take those thorns out. So that's just a visible sign for kids of how, um, you know, how we love Jesus, um, you know, in, in our, in our everyday and they don't have to be crazy things. I mean that, you know, again, it's just maybe you did a chore for a sibling or. Um, and and what are we, what we've usually done with that is we've said that, the, that somebody else needs to, um, that, that somebody else needs to be recognizing that you don't go and say, Hey, I was really good. <laughs> I'm going to pull this out. And the, and the reason, <laughs> the reason for that is if you start, the, if you start, that what you're doing is building the habit, a habit that we should all have, parents and children, that we should all have, that we should be looking for the good that other people are doing. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, it's so f- easy to look for the bad. The bad, tep- you know, typically kind of jumps off the page at you. But the small little things and to be looking for that and to getting in the habit of, wow, I recognize your sacrifice in this. I mean, maybe you don't say it that way, but I mean, thanks. I appreciate I appreciate that, and it could be something really small, you know. And that, and that actually makes me think we were at a funeral recently, and um, it was so beautiful to hear um, that about this gentleman's philosophy of he really believed that there was good in everyone, and it was our job to find it. And I just it, thought that was so beautiful, such a simple philosophy yet encapsulated so much of, of, of Jesus. I mean, you know, to see, I mean, basically to see Jesus because everyone is made in the image and likeness of Jesus and to see that good. And it's our job to find it in people, you know, and to help them bring it out. Yeah, I mean, that, that those are, those are, that's important. But I think that, that those are, that, 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 that cross, I mean, not the cross, the The crown of thorns with the, Mm -hmm. with the, with the toothpicks or, in there that that they can pull out and 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 over time have a visible sign of of the fact that oh those are those are good acts that help relieve suffering that that could would otherwise be there yeah Absolutely. can i can i back us up a little bit yeah. to um the days of fasting and uh Absolutely. abstinence uh-huh. because we need to address the the elephant in the room which is sundays in lent oh <laughs> because there's you know there's a disagreement among Catholics about some, some people, they continue their Lenten practices during on Sundays, other families, they say, oh, Sun, you know, Sundays, every Sunday of the year is a little Easter. It's a little celebration of the resurrection. So we relax our disciplines. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the church, but, but it is. And that was something that that I, that does need to be brought up. I, we personally do do that. My, my professors, my professors, 
always told me Sunday is always. There's never a Sunday that is not a, a celebration day. Right. So just like you know, you're going through, just like every Friday is meant to be a day. I mean, that's the rhythm of life. Okay. I mean, we need to remind ourselves every Friday that Christ died on a Friday, and that we're and that we are uniting our sufferings with His on that day. Similarly. Every Sunday should be a celebratory day. Now, I don't, I don't personally, and yeah, and if you count the days, if you if if you count the days, it, you don't get the forty. You, if you count Sundays, the 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 forty is without Sundays included. Um, it's basically six. It's six. It's six weeks. Um, I mean, it's seven weeks. I believe. Yeah. It's yeah. It's seven weeks um, of you six can, days if you don't a week. Count, if you don't count the Sundays, you get to exactly 40 on 40 days. Saturday. So those 40 days. And so mm-hmm. I know people – so as an adult, I think – if we put – as long as we put it in perspective, it's like – it's not saying, oh, Sundays I get to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, it, it's a day of rest. It's a day of relaxation. So you maybe you've been fasting and you have a favorite food or something. As long as you're doing it, not like, oh, I get to cheat today, but instead I'm celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, which is what we're pointed towards anyway. So it's always a matter of contextualizing why are you doing this? I mean, mm-hmm. not because I, you know, I'm incapable of not eating candy. Mm-hmm. You know? it's the, that's not the purpose. The purpose is I'm celebrating Jesus' resurrection, which is just a small window into what we're going to celebrate at the end. Right. Um, which, by the way, if most people don't think about it, Easter, the Easter season is effectively 50 days. Um, and it, like Christmas, has an octave of eight. It, it's an eight-day day. So we Catholics can party with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> if we understand, we are a celebratory, joyful people. Um, we're not, we should not be people who, you know, walk around miserable all the time. And even, even when we do make sacrifices, if we recognize that it's, it, it's flowing from the, the one sacrifice that we're invited to participate in, in the mass and everything, that's Jesus Christ, that, that, that it, it should be a joy-filled sacrifice. I mean, it, right. it really should be built up as I'm, I'm doing this out of love, not, 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 to see how bad I can beat myself up or how strong my will is or anything like that. Now, we also, in my family, we also have, um, we also celebrate two feast days during Lent. They almost always fall during Lent. Okay. And we relax our disciplines on those. So we almost, we always celebrate St. Patrick's Day because my wife and I met on that that day. Awesome. So it's a special feast day for us. And then we always celebrate St. Joseph's. I think Joseph's. it's on a Sunday this year. It is. St. <laughs> Joseph's Day, which is two days later. So you get a little you get a little block of time in there where... And again, again, that is completely consistent. I mean, you know, a lot of people want to be like, you know, real rigid. Right. And, 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 and there are things the church does say. I mean, on Ash Wednesday and on Good Friday, barring something out, we're, we're asked to, we're told to, we need to... Mm-hmm abstain from meat mm-hmm. and fast mm-hmm. but but the spirit of lent should be 
what am I get? What am I adding? What am I taking away? And what am I doing to allow Christ to draw near to me because I'm opening right. up myself right. for that relationship to grow deeper? And there are things that I'm not go waiting forty days to shut down. <laughs> there, there are things that I want to move forward. So I think that that internal to to right. to that. I, I mean, I guess. I, I don't guess March seventeenth would ever fall on Good Friday. That, that'd be too, too too early. But it, it's possible it could fall on a Friday. You know, which right. which might be that would be something you'd have to discern. But it's not yeah. the church does not act yeah. like that, and families yeah. aren't like that. It's not like you're sitting there going, "Hey, I see you you cheated." Right, and that's another <laughs> you know another good point, which is um, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you're supposed when you when you give things up for Lent. You're supposed to be giving up things that are good in and of themselves. So if you, if you forget to, if you, let's say if you gave up candy, but you, um, you decide to, to have some candy or, or you have a piece of chocolate cake because, but you gave up dessert, um, that's not something that you have to go to confession for because you haven't committed a sin. You have just failed in your um, right and your so, Lenten discipline. And again, I think that that's what you're trying to discipline yourself by doing this. And and the idea should not be, a, you know, the family or friends. What, what do you give up? Oh, you can't cheat. You know, that shouldn't be the attitude. The attitude should be. I'm doing this because I want to grow closer to Christ. And yes, right. giving up, you know, giving up, um, I, I mean, I don't know, pick a thing. I, I, uh, something bad is not it. But candy would be something good that, you know, maybe you have frequently. Right. And then you're just saying, okay, I may, I'm going to try to not have it, you know, until Sunday. And there'll be a right. celebrate day as opposed to I won't have it every day of the week like I usually do. I mean, I don't. I can't. But. <laughs> But um, well, and I think too. I know as the kids have gotten older, um, you know, we really don't share with each other what we're giving up. Um, Unless it comes, I mean, yeah, I mean, if it comes up naturally, but it, it's 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 almost like that thing that you know, because then you you don't want to have that temptation of lording it over them and and saying, well, you gave up this. Why are you, you know what? I mean that for me to know that my child gave up, gave up candy and to see them going for the candy jar and me say, Oh, you gave that up. That's not, that's not what this is about. I don't want this to become a, you know, mom's, you know, bossing me around about this too. I mean, this is just, I, I think again, Lent is such an intense time for us to realize that we do have trouble saying no to our bodies. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what it's meant. And that, that struggle is there. The struggle is real. And so, um, yeah, it, it, I just, so yeah, as our kids have gotten older, the other thing too, I think with children, um, and this is a little practical interjection here is, um, we used to have a little, um, we called it the Linton Lotto <laughs> because it is very hard for young children to give up candy for 40 days or TV for 40 days or, and so, you know, you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater with when they're really young. So if you can kind of make it a little bit more fun, because I do believe holiness is fun um, and, and make it where they get to pick out of the, the little box, you know, or you can put it on, you know, uh, tongue depressors, you know, sticks, whatever, whatever works for your family um, to pick something out 
when they're really young, just for the day, <laughs> you know, have it placed in a prominent place. Today, we are sacrificing TV or today we are sacrificing candy. Or as they get a little bit older, you know, in kind of those middle ages, maybe for the week. Um, now, of course, our kids are at the age where they're giving up something for 40 days. But so you, you're kind of weaning them along and, and, and making it a success. Uh, listen, it sounds we, like you're building scaffolds and using funnels. Exactly. Thaddeus, you're so good. I get a cookie. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is one of yes. the secrets of... No, it is. You're, you Absolutely. are doing that. And to be honest, you, you could, you could, but one of the fun things is, is prior and this like this week leading up to it is get with the kids and say, what would be some things that would be, it would be good to give up or things that's good to add. And, and they make the list and then they make maybe the tongue depressors or, or whatever. Yeah. And you put it in there and say, okay, we've said that we're going to do this. You know, we're going to pull it. And even as a family, you could say, well, we're going to, you know, if you're willing to do the lotto, I mean, yeah, um, we, absolutely. you know, you could do it as a family, but I think, I think that, I think that that's a way of, of doing it. Uh, to be honest, it doesn't, it's not like the church says, this is how you have to do it. You have to do it for 40 days. You can say, Hey, I'm going to make a list of things that I'm going to, I'm going to give up one of those things. That is a, that's a good thing every day, you know, six days a week <laughs> And you could do that yourself, to be honest. It's not, but yeah. but for yeah. kids, it's great. Uh, I want to tell we we've done that before, yeah. and I think a couple of years ago, it's amazing. They also get they get a little bit ahead of themselves making the making the uh, oh. penances. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I remember that they <laughs> they came up with, oh, my, you know, Michael, my ten year old. The reader, he says, no reading for a whole week. Right. And then he, he drew that su- they drew that sucker out one week, and it was, no, I can't read it. And then I think another one was they loved to play card games and board games, and it was, you know, no games for a whole week. And oh, wow. wow. Oh. Yeah, sometimes. Can we redraw? Can we redraw? Yeah, sometimes as, par- sometimes as parents, you got to help, you know, make sure is it the, you really mean that. But, but it is. Yeah. You know, it's like anything. If you plus you're getting them involved in it, which is what you right. want, right. and you can and that get in doing that give up. Okay, this is this is something that we're offering to Jesus yeah. as a sacrifice because He gave that ultimate sacrifice on the cross and He died right. on that cross, right. and so keep recontextualizing it in. in yeah, that. and we did, and we talked with them about you know this is this is okay. It's great to see this enthusiasm, this fire, this zeal for for holiness and wanting to you know go the extra mile. That's what you're exhibiting by by putting these in there. <laughs> no reading for a whole week. I have some kids that they excited. were sad about that yeah, picking that one. I was going to say, I've got some kids that say, that's, they'll be up there with broccoli, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, coming al- kind of like you like to say, coming alongside them maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, you can see that they're really Jones and are struggling and say, all right, you, you know, you made a, you made a good try at this Let's make it the rest of the week no reading until such and such time or exactly. only this Absolutely. many minutes of of reading. Absolutely. Okay. You Absolutely. gave it the old college try. Yeah. Exactly. And that yeah. and that and it's just it, it's a reminder and again it, we have to remind ourselves we are sinners and we are not fully in charge of I mean, we're meant to be, and God's grace is capable of 
of allowing us to do that. But it's a reminder that we're not perfect. We're not mm-hmm. saints yet. We're not in heaven. You have to do that with your own stuff, too. You I, have to recalibrate. I remember one year I decided I was going to give up coffee. Oof. About a week, and I said, "This is not happening. <laughs> I need this to. Is, this is not good for my family. I need to limit myself. Let's try limiting myself to you know X yes, cups cup. of coffee, and there then we'll see can. where I am. You know, check in again, maybe halfway through Lent, see if I can right step up the intensity of it. But you you have to do that yourself as a as an adult too. And this again, see it as it's a, again a reminder." Of that we are in need of a Savior. It's a reminder yes. of what Jesus did for us. It's a reminder that we are not perfect. And that's not not a good thing in, in terms of that we're not perfect. We're, we're, we're called towards perfect. But it is a good thing to remember that we're not perfect. And that we're weak. Like that, you that said, we're like you weak. guys have both said today, we're, bo- we're weak, mm-hmm. weak. And and so it's not, a, it's not a deal where we, where we point at each other and call each other out it's it's a time of encouragement and pulling alongside you're you're struggling reminding continually jesus loves you can you know he he carried that cross all that all that way mm-hmm. so i mean I, I do think that the 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 giving up or the whatever you do the the giving up of things daily to where you can get the younger kids to do it and that you get them involved is a great practical it's such a great practice. Um, mm-hmm. Practice and 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 doing the where you're pulling out the the thorns um, as good things are are done, positive things are done. Mm-hmm. And some more things to add, like saying the rosary as a family, um, doing the stations of the cross. I know we've talked about. Um, we had some beautiful pictures, and I, and where I want to say they're upstairs in a binder. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know where they are. Um, as, when the kids were little, they were beautiful. We had some, be- and I think they were from our father's house. I'm, but I know the, in these de- in this day and age, you can Google anything. So you know, Google Stations of the Cross. They were eight um, images, eight by ten. You can even get some like in coloring book form and have the kids, you know, um, color and use them after that. I mean, there's just a wide range of things you can do. But but I know it was really kind of fun to do the stations of the cross um, at home at night where we turn the lights out and you had a flashlight on each station as you did each day. You know, so, I mean, like I said, holiness, we need to make things appealing to kids, you know, where they're still doing that something extra, um, but it, it, it gives it meaning and it makes it fun. I mean, it's, you know, we don't have to have our sackcloth and sad faces on. And you, you don't know. need to be like, okay, everybody over here, we're going to say this rosary <laughs> or else, you know, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't need to be that way. <laughs> doesn't need to be that way. It needs to be, let's, let's, let's get, get our focus on what's the supposed to be focused on. Not, it's not supposed to be focused on dad or mom saying, get over here or, you know, you're going to have something else to sacrifice. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. yeah, no. Okay. I, but, but, I, but I guess what I'm saying is it, it is important to kind of go in with the right mentality, ha, do something different. I mean, we did, we went and got like, when we would do the rosary. We sometimes we found different ones, like whether it was an EW10 one, there was one that was like a sung one that was with kids mm-hmm. that the kids liked the music. To it as as it was done, it was mm-hmm. more like younger 
kids. Oh, and yeah, we, we had a we used and to have, we had VHS, multiple yeah. ways, and we would you know we turn the lights out, Dating and myself. we and we would do that with the rosary. You know, we would oftentimes when they were really young, and we were teaching it to them that we would alternate. They would alternate. Hail Marys as they went through. As they got older, they'd alternate praying whole decades together. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, but mix it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't, it doesn't have to be like, okay, I got to grind this out. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. There's a great, uh, great app for your iPhone. I think it's on Android as well. Uh, It's just called Pray. It's called the Pray app. Oh, wow. And it is put together by a Catholic apologist. His name is Devin Rose, and oh, yeah. it is novenas. Oh, cool. And it helps you. It gives you all the prayers for the novenas. It helps you track mm-hmm. them each day. And so something we've done in, over the past couple of years is, you know, I think one year we did, we did a St. Patrick novena. So you do the nine days right up to before right, March 17th. Mm-hmm. And then there's a St. Joseph novena that you can start on nine days before March 19th. And that's another, that's a neat way to kind of, there you're kind of balancing, okay, we're going to, we're going to feast on St. Joseph's feast day, but we're going to be praying for those eight Absolute, days leading perfect. up to it. So you're, you got a nice Catholic both and balance there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this also helps you do the, um, the divine mercy chat. I'll, sh- mm, okay. I'll show you off air. Okay. We'll get you I'm straightened already, out off, I'm, off I'm already searching it. <laughs> and then this also helps well, you. Well, tell us what the picture looks like because there's several prays on there. It also helps you pray the um, Divine Mercy Novena, you know, leading up to Divine Mercy Sunday. And I think that one starts on Good Friday, if I'm correct. Yeah. Sure. There's some wonderful, you know, really powerful indulgences come with um, Divine yeah. Mercy. Oh, yeah, Novena. Divine Mercy. Absolutely. So, yeah, get yeah. the get the pray app and think yeah. about maybe doing a doing a St. Joseph Novena or, you know, Pray the Divine Mercy Novena yeah. at the end of Lent. So is it a audible? Like it's a no. It's no, not. It's, it is it's, not audible. It's okay. just text. Okay. Just, re, just for okay. you to read and pray. Because um, also on Relevant Radio, if you get that app, mm-hmm. there is audible prayer. So like I plug yes. mine in on the way to work, and put in the aux cord, and they've got a seventeen minute novena. I mean a seventeen minute. Um, rosary. rosary, a 28-minute rosary. I mean, you can find which one. Man, that 17-minute guy is talking fast. Yeah, it's real, <laughs> it's real not, fast. It's, it's kind of not to music. It's the other one, the 28 one has a little bit more and there's a verbiage little, with see, each. Okay. Yeah, Tell I me mean, if yeah, yeah, no, this guy's, it's not, and it really doesn't, it's no, funny. It's just, that's not, it's just that he, he's not, you know, say, I mean, he's just saying the decade right. and, you know, what it's it is. Very yeah, it's very deliberate yeah, it's yeah. very efficient. Yeah, yeah, very efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm right in between the 17 and 28, so mm-hmm. I usually on the way to work have to go to the, with the 17 one. But, um, okay, here's the practical me. So the, the, the the app that Thaddeus was just talking about is actually Pray Catholic Novenas, and it's got a maroon. Hey, how about that, hey. Aggies? It's got a maroon. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think he that. actually is an Aggie, if I okay. am not mistaken. Well, he's got it's got a maroon mound with a beautiful blue sky and a white a white cross. So that's the little sim the little symbol. You know, you got to look for the right one. So yes, I mean, yeah, Pray, Pray Catholic, Catholic Novenas, yeah. and that's another. Yeah. I mean, the, the with we have. So much, but I mean, the technology can be problematic, but but when used properly, there's so much out right. there that can help you. I mean, right. um, to to pray more. So you know, go relevant radio app. They, I, I love the conversation in conversation with God. I like when we have those books, and I've been reading them. But every oh, once in a while, yeah. because if I can't read them, 
you can go to the relevant radio app and and during during Lent, if you've never done that, you can you can listen to the this man read what, what's in the writing. So if you're not able to, like I've done it in the car, if on the way to work, if I didn't get a chance to actually read over it. But there's just so spend this next week kind of like thinking through, okay, what would I like to do? Mm-hmm. Um, ask the kids, you know, what 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 would be good? Yeah. Throw out the idea of, you know, do we want to do something daily? Maybe a, a daily add, a daily subtract, or or a weekly. So one you're to get also us through. getting them in that mindset of preparing before. Yeah, Ash, whoops, it's, it's, it's Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what are we going to do? And then you don't have what you, you know, you don't have what you need or you, you know, I mean, there's always sometimes a little, a little legwork in, in, in getting prepared. And that way you're, you're ready to be off and running for, for Lent um, and, and not stressed out and harried, you know? And, and, and again, you can get every, you can get the kids involved. You can get each other involved you can actually be thinking through and and saying, look, let's maybe start some habits that we when when Easter comes, we're just going to be strengthened to move forward going forward with that. We're going to keep mm-hmm. that one for good. We're just going to use this as a time to to do that. Yeah, I think, and I think that's a really important thing that we need to 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 highlight is that this is a practice ground of what we should be doing all year. And, and, and like you said, I mean, you can't, you, you may not be doing all the things you're giving up or all the things you're doing. I mean, this, you know, Lent is an intense time for us to, to, you know, to really do that, but to, to pick some things that really spoke to you, like, you know, to prepare again during this week while you're preparing for what you want to do to, you know, plant that seed with the kids is something's going to speak to you this Lent. That's going to really you know, open your heart and, and your mind to, to a stronger relationship with Jesus. When, when that spark, when you find that spark, keep that going throughout the year, you know, um, right. because I, our relationship with Jesus is, is an ongoing, ever-changing um, journey. You know, we don't, we don't ever get there until we... Yeah, we've got about five minutes left. So I think, I think something you all are really trying to say is, encouraging people to to take this this week before March 6th and you know maybe first start out just go out there and go out and look around at what are some of the possible practices that you can adopt uh, right. with prayer with um fasting almsgiving we haven't even talked a... about almsgiving yet but yeah. then you know settle on some settle on some things as a as a family and personally that you're going to you're going to try to adopt and and don't feel like you don't also don't overload your, your plate. Oh, don't you try saying, to yeah, go. Don't, thank you for just saying that. Yes. Well, it's just like anything like dieting or, yes, or exercise. You don't use prudence. Use, use prudence in what you decide to. And if you bite off more on. than you can chew and you recognize it, like that is in no coffee, yeah. then, then be free to adapt that yeah. again recognizing God wants you to be successful. He d- does want you to work at it, but it's not, he's not an ogre up there going, yeah, see, I told you, you're pretty rotten. Can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's not the way he loves you. And that, and that is, that is very important to echo throughout this. He, he needs nothing. He's perfect. He needs nothing. Right. But he, at the same time, because he, he's our father, he delights in seeing us. And st- Love, love him in these in absolutely these, in these ways, and so in loving him in the ways, and I'll, I'm going to let I'll little close. But Stephanie brought up something, and I think it kind of flows off of what you just said, Thaddeus. 
recognize this is a time for the kids when, when there's some silence that Jesus might speak to you. You might, through a friend or through something, you might know. So put up your antennas and maybe encourage your children. I mean, you know, maybe it's not a three-year-old, <laughs> but but in, encourage yourself that, that what does Jesus, what does God want to say to me during these during this time about things I need to do better on, things I need to give myself a break on, things that he's calling me to do that I haven't been doing, things he'd like me to stop. Always recognizing that he just wants what's best for you and he loves you. But to be listening, we're not just going through the motions of doing it because that's what we do. We Catholics get a bad rap for that because we sometimes tend to act like we're just doing it because that's what we're supposed to. It's in the context of a of a relationship with a person mm-hmm. who is alive and speaks to us today. So, I, I, where are we on? Yeah. That? So we, um, my verse is actually um, pretty uh, apropos here. Of course, I'm. You of know, course, you, it would when, be. Of course, you. Well, when Why you, wouldn't when, it you be? when you pick it kind of <laughs> early, sometimes you're like, well, I hope Why this is. I hope this is where we're going. The Holy Spirit's always very generous to me. <laughs> so it's we're um, going to have our memory verse from one Peter five six through eight. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that He may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxieties on Him, because He cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. And actually, the rest of that verse is really, there are several verses after that that are really good, but let's just stick to 1 Peter 5, 6 through 8. Uh, remember, only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. And prepare for Lent. We'll be praying for you. Pray for us. God bless you guys. Cross.